We were never promised that life would be easy. Sometimes it is hard and crazy, but when we do life together, it becomes a lot easier and much more fun. I believe in joyful life, in happy parenting, healthy marriages, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. I also love sharing all the secrets about things that have worked for me so that they can help you. On Living Easy, I really like to dig deep. We will laugh together and struggle together. You'll hear honest insight and practical tips about things like time management, building a brand, traveling, strengthening your faith in your marriage, and so much more so that you can live life and live it with joy. I'm Lindsay Maestas, and this is the Living Easy Podcast. Hey friends, I hope you are having a great day today. I wanted to talk to you all about something that has been on my mind for the past year. And as you saw in the title, it's about getting older. I want to address the elephant in the room. I know I'm not old. So I'm not talking about getting older as in like 70s, obviously. I'm talking about this weird transitional stage that I'm in and a lot of my friends and peers are in, getting into age 30 and dealing with all of the weirdness that comes with that. And so I'm only 29, but for whatever reason this year, it has hit me so hard and has made me really aware that I am going to get older. I guess for a while, I think as we're young, we just believe that we are slightly immortal and that it will never happen to us. And you can't ever imagine yourself having gray hair and wrinkles and having trouble walking, all of those things. But life happens, right? And none of us are immune to the struggles of getting older. And so this year, Jesse and I joke a lot about it, but we've both really noticed changes in our lives. Physically, my skin looks and feels different. I'm beginning to see that wrinkles stay, (laughs) which I know there are laugh lines and happy lines, and I'm thankful for that. I truly am. But I've never seen that before. And so it's just an adjustment. It's also harder than ever to keep weight off, which I know you hear about that. Like once you turn 30, weight doesn't come off. You can't eat like you used to. But isn't it weird how when you get to this point, like food affects you differently and your body feels different and you have to cut out all the carbs and the sugar, whereas before you could eat bags of hot Cheetos and Snickers and feel totally fine? It's just weird. It's so weird. Those are some things that I've dealt with. And also, when Jesse and I get out of bed and we just bought a new mattress because we thought the mattress was the problem, but it wasn't, we get out of bed and we feel like our backs are breaking. Like, what the heck is that? That's supposed to happen when you're 50. But we're both like awkwardly stretching and trying to move around. And then we just bust out laughing because we're like, well, this is what the future looks like. But not only physically, for us emotionally, it's been a shift as well. And I include Jesse in a lot of this because he feels similarly, which is why I wanted to share this episode because I think a lot of people feel similarly. Some people who are 29 are like, oh my God, I am so young and I admire that because that has not been my mindset, but I'm hoping that we can get there together as we talk through this. Emotionally for me, the concept of death 
has never felt more real. I think a lot of it has to do with having our boys and wanting to protect them with my life and also knowing that we're probably done having kids. And so it all kind of hit me at one time. And then also the thought of being without my husband and my boys pretty much kills me with the amount of worry that I feel about that. And I know I have peace. I do have peace that there is eternity. I believe in eternity and I believe that to be true. And I believe that I know for a fact that I'm going to heaven because I know Jesus, but it doesn't take away my fear. If I'm honest, I have to go into moments of just obedience of believing, okay, this is what he says to be true. So let me believe it to be true, but it's hard for me. And I feel like worry about everything has increased. Worry about just the world. And I think so much of that comes from knowledge and from wisdom, which is a good thing, but we'll get there. But I used to be such a daredevil, you guys. I was always on the scariest roller coasters. I was always doing crazy things. I used to want to jump out of helicopters, and now I'm just a helicopter mom. (laughs) And things have changed so much. I see so many people, and the people that I talk to are – in this stage of 25 plus and kind of thinking about, man, I had so many thoughts about what life would be like at this point. And honestly, this doesn't totally match up to what I had envisioned. And it's the adjustment period. I think we're kind of in that middle ground right now because when we're in our early 20s, people are attending weddings. We're going to our best friend's wedding or the weddings of friends from high school. We're going out and having fun and we can stay up late and not worry about how we're going to feel the next day. We talk with our friends about starting a family and we're dreaming and we're traveling. It's a lot of envisioning, right? We're planning and preparing and it's just a really fun time. And then we get to our late 20s or our mid 30s and we've seen a lot of stuff. And I know I speak for myself when I say I've gone to those weddings and then I watched those same people get divorced and walked through that divorce with them. I have cried with friends over the losses of their first baby, their second baby, their third baby. Um, I've walked alongside friends who cannot get pregnant and who are broken because that was their dream. And now what? Because that was what they had planned for their entire lives was to build a family. And now what? And so walking through that, that there is hope with them, but also just sitting with them in their pain. We have witnessed affairs um, between people that we love. We have experienced broken friendships with people that we thought we would be friends with forever. I've walked through the death of parents with people that I love. And also, I know this is kind of a weird thing, but I think it does something to us that we with social media have seen our childhood idols or celebrities turn into drug addicts or we've watched them battle with mental illness. And it's like that person that you put on a pedestal that you had this idea of, you realize they're only human and humans break. I don't know if any of you can relate with that with me, and I promise this is not going to be super depressing. I'm getting somewhere. But I just want to let you know that if you are struggling with that, that you're not alone and we're walking through this together. And that's the point of this podcast is together. That's important to me because I think so many people 
don't have that community that they want to have. They don't have those friendships that we need. We are not intended to live this life alone. And when we're dealing with these things on our own, you guys, if you're dealing with the loss of babies or infertility or death or divorce or Those are things you need people. And so find people. If anything, I pray that this podcast will encourage you and remind you that you aren't alone. And as moms also, (laughs) that's a whole nother gamut of situations. We are dealing with teething with ear infections. I know a whole lot about that. Stomach viruses and juggling nap schedules and keep relationships with people when they have a busy life and you have a busy life. This is a stage where we're paying mortgages and we're keeping up with bills. And some of us may have never even learned how to handle money, which needs to be a class in school, (laughs) like multiple classes in school of how to be financially wise. But it's not. And so we need to teach that to our children. You guys may be realizing right now that some of the dreams you had as a child are far out of reach at this point or that the income that you expected to have when you were 30 doesn't match up at all. It is a season where reality has set in. And it's deep, you guys. It's a lot. I don't want to pretend like this has been easy for us, especially as we've walked through things with the people that we love. and with this ministry, this podcast, this blog that I have, I hear from a lot of you and a lot of it is hard and sad and very real. And I just want to encourage you to not be afraid to be real. If you're in this with me and you're starting to see that you're not immortal and that life really is fleeting and then we're out of control of getting older, there's only one way to respond to that. I personally believe in a good God who uses these hard moments for good. I believe that he is in control of everything that happens, that he allows everything, and that yes, our world is cursed and sin is real, and we make a lot of decisions that hurt ourselves and face those consequences, but I have seen affairs redeemed with marriages that are stronger than they've ever been. I've seen moms who have grown in their faith and strengthened immensely by the loss of their baby. I have seen sadness bring friends together to where they then start to pursue hope and joy as a team instead of having to do it alone. All of these things make us deeper. They make us wiser. They give us experience. And the wrong way to think about it, which is what I've been doing for the past year and I am committing to change my perspective, is thinking, I don't want to get older and grieving that, like truly grieving my face and pushing it up in the mirror (laughs) so that I look like I have less wrinkles and grieving the loss of these friendships instead of switching my perspective. And so I want to encourage you to shift your perspective today as well if you're struggling like I am and think, how blessed am I that I get to live and breathe another day? That, you guys, is an opportunity that is not awarded to everyone. And I want to use that. And I hope you can use it. That wisdom and the experience that you have gained thus far, whether you're 21 or 81, no matter where you're at, that you'll use the wisdom and the experience and the love and the sadness and the brokenness and all of those things to lead and love others. Because if we don't love people, 
and we don't breathe life into people, what do we have? I was recently listening to a teaching and they said that the number one greatest regret that people have on their deathbed is not that they worked too much or that they didn't spend enough time with the people that they loved, although I'm sure those are high on the list. They said they wished that they were true to themselves rather than trying to be what everyone else wanted them to be. And I think we spend a lot of time, you guys, on social media trying to present ourselves as someone that we aren't when we should be getting out in front of others and loving them and showing them that real raw side of ourselves and of our lives because that pain can be used for so much good. The comfort that we have received from God in our lives should be used to comfort others around us. So instead of viewing life as this is depressing, (laughs) even though it might be a little bit, View it as I have breath for another day. And every morning we should be excited for that day, even though we're in the thick of the hardship, even if you are in the midst of the pain and the trial, to say, I have another day and I'm here for a purpose. You guys, you are here for a purpose. So use whatever you have in your heart that God has given you, the breath that God has given you this day, this morning, this evening, to breathe life into other people. So I just want you to think through maybe as I'm speaking, just how can I do that? Who can I breathe life into right now? It may be the happy friend or the sad friend or the really needy friend, but to breathe life into people is to use your breath for a purpose. And that makes you have purpose. And that is a beautiful thing. This is a stage where we have the opportunity to learn together to be stretched together, to shed our selfishness together. It's a stage where we get to see if we have children, them experience those sweet, sweet moments and traditions that we loved growing up or to create new traditions and to walk through Christmas and Thanksgiving together and make it your own and to see their joy and to live through that joy. That is beautiful. I think one of the biggest things also as a mom and as a woman is that as you get older, you start to realize like your appearance is of course not what it used to be. And people's responses may be not what they used to be to you and that that's okay. I recently had a dear friend talk to me a little bit about this and she's very humble and kind, but we were just being honest. And she said, you know, Lindsay, when I go to the grocery store, I don't get looked at anymore. Nobody turns their head for me. And she's stunning, I will tell you. Um, So some of this is probably in her head. But I know as we get older, it changes. And she said, and when I go to places that normally somebody would have picked me up, they don't pick me up anymore. It has just stopped. And she said, and for a while I grieved it. Even though I'm happily married, there's something in you that gives you that boost of confidence when somebody even looks your way. But that has stopped. And it made me realize I can sit in this and say, I wish I looked like this. I wish I did this. I want to go and fill my face with Botox or plastic surgery. Or I can say, Lord, use me. Allow me to shift my perspective from vanity to wisdom. Because now I've learned, I have experienced, I have had mentors in my life who've poured into me, and I want to use that wisdom that you've given me to share with other people. And we can do that. The place that we're in, we have made 
a heck of a lot of mistakes, I'm sure. At least I have. (laughs) I have learned so many painful lessons. But now I want to pour into girls who are younger than me and girls who may be going through it and tell them, hey, that guy who won't give you any attention is not worth your time. Hey, that obsession that you have over having a perfectly flat stomach, that is not where your value lies. You are worth more than that. And your heart and your mind are so much more important than your body. And those types of conversations are conversations that we can all have and the trials that they face, that we can pour into them. We can pour into them financially. We can pour into them spiritually. We can pour into them emotionally. There's so much opportunity. And we're still able to have fun and enjoy. But so much of that is a choice. And I want to do a whole episode on this, but I think it is massively important to schedule your joy. And this, I refer it back to living easy because I think living easy is about living abundantly and living with joy. And so much of that is choosing it and scheduling it and saying, yes, I am slammed. My life is slammed with work and responsibilities and life, but I am going to choose to schedule my joy. That means I'm scheduling date nights with my spouse. I'm scheduling fun activities with my family or with my friends. I am doing things that are life-giving because we were created for joy. There's a verse in Ecclesiastes. It's such a fascinating book. But it says, and I recommend having fun because there's nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all of the hard work that God gives them under the sun. That is such a true statement. There are joys in this world, but there's a lot of brokenness. So if we don't focus on those joys and choose to make those joys a piece of our lives, we will crumble. And if we don't choose to breathe life into other people, because that brings joy. That brings so much joy. Even if we feel like it might be exhausting to share with that friend or the family member who kind of sucks us dry a little bit. Ultimately, when you give life and breathe life, it gives life to you. And so I just want to encourage you guys, choose to enjoy. Yes, the realities of aging are a thing. It is super real and I'm right here with you. And it sucks. Sometimes it sucks, but there is hope. There's always hope. And so I just want to encourage you to shift your perspective today, to thank God for the breath that you have been given this day, no matter what your circumstances are, that you have breath to breathe, to live, and to love and enjoy the people who are placed around you. So if you're in this with me, if you're in this weird, crazy stage but this encouraged you, I pray that you'll share with a friend or family member that it will encourage them as well. Because I think we're all going through some weird stuff, whether it's aging or hardship or life, and we all need to be reminded that we are not alone. Hey guys, if you love the show, the best compliment you could ever give is to share the love. If you enjoyed this episode, take a quick screenshot to share on your stories or on Facebook and tag me, or you can simply text it to a friend or family member. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at livingeasypodcast or at lindsay.maestas. The more you share, the more of an opportunity we all have to bring a little bit of hope and joy to people around the world. So let's do it together. Thank you all so much for your support and for listening to Living Easy. You guys are the best ever. Have a great day. Bye.